can't see it like as if you was a transformer, but they can't see it. When you start shining bright, a person reacts. They either bask in that light or they turn in their back. If they're inspired by your fire, you both travel. But if they turn their back, they only see their own shadow. That's when they plateau. Inspiration fades. They keep their back to the light and stop throwing shade. Now that's a bad trait. I'd rather keep my heart and celebrate when you glow in the dark. Come on, come on. You know, yeah. Hey, hey, this is Pastor Jake. We're going to ride side by side, and you're going to keep shining, you're going to keep shining. Yeah, I love to see you shine that light. When you got to fight those fights. Yeah, when we in trouble, we are twice as bright. Hey, 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 I'm giving a chance for people to come on and think about what are you giving away that you're thankful for? So we always talk about what we're thankful for, but I'm asking, what are you giving away that you're thankful for? Because if you can give it away, I already know that you appreciate it. So uh, when I open up the lines and come on up, got two minutes, tell me what you're giving away that you're thankful for. What are you doing to show your appreciation for what God is doing for you? I know that you're going to, I don't want the canned answer that you're thankful that he woke you up this morning and started you on your way. I wanted you to tell me, what are you giving away? What are you handing to other people? What are you pouring into other people's life that God has already poured into you? But you can't, you can't give away from an empty bucket. So God has poured into you, some of you guys, and uh, God has blessed you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Pastor J, uh, Walk in Truth Radio Network. You can uh, put that in your search engine and you can find it everywhere and anywhere. This is our, I'm on the wisdom side now. I have a podcast on Spotify and and, and SoundCloud and uh, a gazillion other places, including Facebook and YouTube. Again, you can check us out, Walk in Truth Radio Network with Pastor J, or Dr. James Sutton, whichever one you prefer. And I'm also on uh, Instagram. So over here now, just to check it out, my friend uh, T. Drake of God's gift through the, through this word brought me over here kicking and screaming. I'm like, I'm on enough platforms to, get to be responsible for, but I'm over here and I'm enjoying myself over here. We've got some good deep thinkers over here. So I just want to come on for a minute. Maybe somebody will come on. Maybe somebody won't. But I want to know, what do you give away that you're thankful for? Because so many times we talk about what we're thankful for, like, you know, we give a wash list of what we're thankful for. And that is a fantastic thing to do because we're in a season of Thanksgiving. But think about Thanksgiving. So I just kind of reverse that. Like, it's what I give away that I'm really thankful for. It's what God has poured into me that I'm really appreciative. You know, uh, the love that I'm going to share with other brothers and sisters in Christ and even strangers and even my enemies. I'm, I thank God that he's poured a peace in me that I can feel comfortable being transparent before people. For those of us who are saints, you know the story about doubting Thomas. And I preached upon that this past Sunday. You don't know how fantastic Thomas's story really is because even though Jesus admonished him for wanting to see a sign, wanting to see his hands, but that's what he needed so that he would go forth. Did you know that he went out and started the mission of, of the gospel way before everybody else in 52 AD? And the rest of them didn't get out until later. And he went out without any of the books, any of the entourages. Even if he went further than Paul did, he went all the way to India and China 
spreading the gospel, research it for yourself. Sometimes we just need what we're thankful for is the ability to be transparent. Show your battle scars of where God has brought you through. Don't give that old, you know, you're kind of ashamed of your testimony. You know, it's so bad. And I, and I get that. But maturing to the fact that your worst tragedy is God's greatest triumph because he's changed you. You don't even look like the battle you've been through. But sometimes you got to open up them hands and show them wounds. Look like Paul, take that, take that cloak off and show the stripes on your back to show you, to show others how God has brought you through and that you are so focused on God and the gospel that you're willing to get out here and do whatever it takes. So what do you give away again that you're thankful for? That you're thankful for because you can only give away what God has poured into you. And if you have nothing to give away, uh, you might not be so thankful. You know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate what God has done. Appreciate what people do for you. It may be a person that has poured into you that, that you take what they poured into you and have multiplied it, put your own spin on it, uh, season it with your life, and you've given it away to somebody else. That's that's an ex life is an exciting thing of constantly being poured into and pouring out. Being poured into and pouring out. You know, uh, God is big. You know, God showed me one time in a, in a story about uh, God said, when you look at me, he said, pour, pour some water in a glass. And he said, I'm bigger than a glass. So this is just a story. It's not a vision. And then he said, look at the ocean. He said, I'm bigger than the ocean. He said, look at the sky. He said, I'm deep. I'm higher than the sky. He said, anything that you can touch, I'm more than. And what he wants to do is open you up. So where not only you be a glass, you become a bucket. Not only you become a bucket, you become a tub that he can pour into that you can pour out into other people. So you thank God for, for you being a willing vessel that he's willing to pour into. So again, what are you thankful for? What are you concerned about? What do you have that God has blessed you with? You know, that uh, or people that you've been around that, uh, that poured into you. I can think of several people. I started with my mother and my father who poured into me um, and, and poured into me a lot of things. But one of the things that come to mind right now is that they gave me this, the, the ability to never quit no matter what happened. Uh, me and my brother and my sister, we've all been through something, but we've always stood on the principle that we can always get up and start again. So we're never really uh, in a position to where we give up. I mean, we have started careers, started lives, started remarried, all of that stuff. And uh, every time it gets better and better because we've learned from our mistakes. So I thank God that my parents poured into me that. I thank God that uh, when I went away uh, to penitentiary for 366 days where I met a young man named Nicholas Perez, he poured the scriptures into me, unlike anybody else, not like church, not like chilling pastors. He poured the truth into me. And I've been running for God ever since. And I thank God for that 20 years almost now. And I've been running for God and. Uh, and the fire is still there because one man decided to pour into me and then I decided to pour to others. And I have great students, great congregation. Uh, we are giving congregation. We're a loving congregation. We give our resources away. I know that's unheard of, but we actually give our resources away. If anybody needs help, we'll help them. Uh, we help people in our congregation. You know, sometimes that thing is upside down where you're giving, giving, giving to the organization and the organization never gives back to me. I got one thing to ask you. When you plant your seed in a field, you don't go down to the other field, expect to harvest. You expect a harvest from where you sold into. 
So what we believe in, when people sow into our ministry as part of our congregation, the part of the body of Christ, we sow into them. We sow into their business. We sow into to, to teaching the Bible. We give them the resources they need. If they want to start a Bible study, we give them everything that we have so they can start out on their own. It's about duplicating yourself, but you got to have the ability to be thankful and give it away. So what are you thankful for today? You know, you're going in Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for that uh, God has given you that you are willing to give, give away? That's your that's a choice that you make every day. You know, you have to live the spirit of giving. You have to live the spirit of giving. Yeah, it is a spirit. It is a mindset that you are a giver. And I found out this at one time in my life, I was a taker. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it, I know some of you have never been takers, but I've been a taker. And but when God showed me how much he gave to me and how much he was willing to do for me by dying on the cross, sending his son to die on the cross for me and, and, and his blood cleansing me. And I trusted in it. Just trusted in that. That awesome gift of love. There's no other greater love than this, that one man should lay down his life for his friend. And he laid down his life while I was his enemy. For me and for others who would believe, I, I just turn, at, at that moment it just turned me it it turned my paradigm of thinking upside down. So I'm always looking forward to opportunities to give. So what do you give away that you are thankful for? What do you give away? You know, what has God done for you that you have decided to uh, uh, give away that uh, precious gift? could be money. It could be time. I always call three T's time, tender and talent. You know, time, you know what that is. Tender. A lot of people don't know what tender is. Tender is your money and your talent is the gift that God has endowed you with. The thing that he's given you without repentance, that that. That ability to to be part of the body and he gave it to you without regret, without remorse, in spite of who you are, he wanted you to have it and you get to decide how you're going to use it or not to glorify him to glorify yourself and uh again it's meant to be given away every gift that god gives us is meant to be given away that's how we show that we love him that's how we show that we honor him we give the gift away so again i might not be on here long probably everybody's at work but i'm not today thank god i got a vacation <clears throat> from the ministry for a minute so uh uh i get to come on and just Talk from my heart. You know, we're not going to, again, you want Bible study, you go over to our other channels, Walk with Truth Radio Network, podcast, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you can befriend me, James uh, Sutton II, on Facebook. Uh, check us out over there. Again, Spotify, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are, you can find us. But today, I just want to talk from my heart about, I just, Thank God that I have so much to give away and love. Love is the next thing that 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 sacrificial of the love that doesn't depend upon uh, what you do for me. You know, it's unreciprocated uh, love, the love where I'm looking out for you, even when you don't believe so. That I'm going to sacrifice whatever I have to go through to show you that there is someone that will love you unconditionally. You know, we have all these wars and things going on because people don't know how to love. People don't know how to be humble. People don't know how to give in on things that really don't matter. You know, we live in a world that's it's all about me. It's all about boundaries and borders. 
and no one wants to give an inch one way or the other. They can't see uh, the person's other side. And and I thank God for showing me that I can understand and I want to understand everything that everybody else is going through on this planet, because in the way we're all connected, we're all human. And I want to understand it. But I but understanding doesn't mean I agree. And I should be able to uh, 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 not agree. Misunderstand. Get it wrong, because guess what? I'm going to give that to you, too. All I want you to try to do is get an understanding. How can two walk together unless they agree? And I would say this. No, we might not can walk together because we don't agree, but we can surely understand each other and not harm each other because we don't agree. OK, we can surely we can surely walk together and deal with each other in a way that uh, glorifies God and glorifies mankind in a way that shows that, you know, we don't give up hope. You know, do you give hope away? Are you the kind of person that 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 God has given you so much hope that you have enough hope to give to the next person when that person feels down and out? And I'm not talking about a saint. I'm talking anyone. When you see the opportunity to give hope, do you do that? Are you the person who provides hope, the covering that they may need at that given time in love? And you give it away because they need it. They need it. You willing to come wrap your arms around them and, and tell them, just tell me your story. And I understand. And even if they don't. You can sense by your spirit of uh, being em empathy, an uh, empath, that, that you feel the pain and that you want to provide a hope for them. Do you provide joy? Are you the person that walks into a room and that you can sense the, the darkness in the room and whatever you come out of your mouth, you're going to try to bring joy to that room because God has poured so much joy into you. Are you starting to get it? You can't give out what you don't have. And so many people try to manufacture things that they don't have instead of really trying to appreciate and see what God has done for them. How precious God has been to their life, how precious other people have poured into their life. Saints and ain'ts alike have, pour, have poured into my life. Saints and ain'ts alike have poured into my life. And I thank God for them. I couldn't be here doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for the good times, the bad times and the, and the different times. I call them the CIAs of life. The circumstances, incidents, and accidents of life, they're all part of your makeup. And you have to understand those experiences that were most horrible in your life, most tragic in your life, were the, were the worst things and you thought that you weren't going to make it through. If you can hear my voice and you made it through, you've got something to be thankful for. And now you have something to pour out to somebody else because your worst tragic incident, circumstance can be God's greatest testimony in your life. And it's a beautiful thing to want to give that away, that joy. What about peace? Are you a person that likes to give away peace? Are you willing to, to give, a, give away that peace? You know, the uh, saints, we say we have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Are you willing to be the one who gives that away? That peace that surpasses all understanding. Are you willing to, 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 to walk into a situation and find a solution of peace. The Bible clearly tells us, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers because they're willing to come in and present reconciliation, restoration. Now I just thought about it. What about a person who, who brings peace and that you are a reconciler, you are a restorer, 
you try to restore relationships based upon your experiences and that again you want to be transparent and to, if you're a man you want to be transparent about maybe you weren't such a good father at one time maybe what you weren't a good husband but god who has changed you and now you've gone on to be a, maybe a better grandparent than you were a parent and maybe a better husband this time around than you were the first time around same thing with the wife maybe you weren't a great wasn't a great mother maybe you was the kind of mother that continued to run the streets and and do what you wanted to do you know but God, who was rich and merciful, came into your life. So I thank God that that you can share your story and that pours into somebody else. Sometimes just sharing your story does it. You know, it allows you to pour into other people. You know. So again, I ain't, I'm not gonna be long. Got other things I want to do today. But I want to pose that question out there. What can you give away that you're thankful for? Because it's so important to do give it away. God wants you. Don't be so selfish. I, and I know in today's times, it's easy to be selfish. It's real easy to uh, be selfish out here in today's times. But uh, it also is an opportunity for us to shine our light and not be so selfish and not be so self-consumed you know, uh, by this world. And, and I just, it just amazes me how much love you can give out, you know? And when you give out love, let me tell you, when you give out love sacrificially, it's going to hurt. A lot of times it's going to hurt and it's not going to be given back to you. So don't call yourself giving out love if you want it back. A business arrangement. And, I, and, li and listen to what I'm saying. I understand that you would want it. But true love is so sacrificial that you're willing to show that person, the Christ in you, the God in you, that 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 unfailing love that is sacrificial on your end. And then if they don't return it, it's OK, because just maybe just maybe the love that you show them is a seed that's planted in their life. And I've seen this firsthand. OK. The seed plant in their life. And down the line, somebody else waters that seed with some love. And then all of a sudden, that love seed that you planted that you thought didn't work comes up in their life at a time that you don't necessarily get to see them, but God may bless you and let you see what you've done come to fruition. And then you give God the praise because they'll remember the day you planted the love in them. And they'll remember. They're, they're, they rejected your love. They pushed you aside. But somebody else came and watered that seed that you planted. And the consequences were it came up flowers. I do a, a series every year called Seeds, Weeds, and Flowers. And, and simply put, all of our decisions have consequences. They grow up to be something. They turn into something. They espouse to be something. And what we have to do is, is consequences are normally in a negative light. But consequences are the reaction, the growth of a seed. You plant a seed, there's going to be a growth. You plant a seed, the seed's going to die. Maybe not grow, but there is going to be something that's going to happen. And when it germinates, it's going to turn into something. And no matter how bad your life has been, how many things people say that you've done and people turn it back on you. Remember this, when you were in Christ Jesus, there is no more condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. And so many saints are still living in their psychology, in their psyche, in their spirit, a condemned life. They don't believe 
that they've been forgiven so they can't be free. When you don't believe that you can be forgiven, I don't care how many times you go to church, you might have to run, you go to altar all the time and it's not working. You know why it's not working? Because you don't, not nah, nah, listen to me carefully. You're blaspheming this power of the Holy Spirit. And you're like, what? Yep. Because you don't trust and believe what Jesus did for you, covered you, paid for your sins. He's forgiven you. And you won't go forward in that forgiveness. So that's like a slap in the face. The Holy Spirit that dwells within you. You're grieving the Holy Spirit because you won't let yourself be free. You won't you won't you won't walk into the liberty. Maybe you're scared to walk into freedom. You know, I, I met people like that where they're scared of the responsibility of being free. And you say that sounds real crazy. And it is. But it's real. Some people are scared of walking in success. Some people are scared of walking in freedom. And I'm talking about spiritual just as well as natural. Haven't you met people who no matter how successful they come, they end up uh, destroying what they build? They have a fear of the responsibility of what it takes to be successful. It's like once I get there, these things will be expected of me. And some people live in this woe with me. I'm not forgiven because it brings them attention. Because they're scared that if 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 they walk in the freedom. And the glory and the love, joy, peace of the fruit of the spirit that they're, nobody's going to pay attention to them anymore because they get a lot more attention by being downtrodden than being upbeat and powerful. So I want to encourage you. Don't be scared. Give away, you know, and I'm trying to give that away to you now. The freedom that I walk in. Man, I've done some stuff. If I, if you had all day, I can tell you. But God, who was rich in mercy, decided to touch me, you know. And that was his doing, not my doing. I wasn't looking for him. I thought I was God, but God showed it to me, took everything away where I can only focus on him. And I asked him, if you're real, show, show, show me your scars. If you're real, bring someone to me to break it down to me like it's never been broke down to me before. If you're real, I will follow you for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. The first part was rough of the love. It was that tough love of showing me that my sinful nature, the decisions I made in sin had consequences far beyond the moment. And again, I, I don't want to get into my testimony, but let's put it like this. In went James Sutton, out came Minister Sutton. And again, I've been running for God ever since because I know a God that no matter what you've done, he wants to he wants to give you the love, the joy, the peace. Do you know in Ephesians chapter one, and I said, I'm not going to do Bible study, but I, but I, but I, that's all I know. You know, in Ephesians chapter one, just read the chapter one, read the great things that you have in Christ. You have adoption. You have redemption. You have the forgiveness of sins. You have a treasure. Treasure. That's being held for you. And you have the gift of the promised Holy Spirit that dwells within you, that seals you to the day of redemption. So what you got to feel guilty about? Yeah, you're going to still do some things wrong and you're going to get convicted and you're going to correct them right away. You might you might not even get to doing them, but the thought is going to run across your mind and you're going to repent because you know how good God is. That's Romans 2 and 4. Don't think God is not going to punish the wicked. You know, don't take his forbearance and his kindness for slackness. 
but you know the goodness of God should lead you to that metanoia, that changed mind, that going in the opposite direction. Opposite direction. I can choose to walk with God and the Holy Spirit that dwells within me every day. And I build his strength that's in me through the word of God. He said, my word is spirit. I don't have to look outside. I don't have to usher in, usher in men from on high because Jesus is on the right throne, on the, right, on, on the throne, excuse me, on the right hand side of God having all power. So I'm thankful that he can pour into me, that the vessel is open, that as broken as I may be, as broken as you may be, he's not looking for perfect vessels. He wants to pour into the vessel to make it perfect from the inside out. You want to have your light shine from the inside out. So I'm thankful that I can just pour out this light. No hatred. No, no, I'm not trying to congeal you to give or, or tell you you're going to have a great uh, job and all that stuff. But you can have Christ. You can have Christ. I met brothers and sisters all over the world who will never have what we have in America. And you, But you know what they one thing they do have? They have Jesus. They have the Holy Spirit. They walk in power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gospel, the American gospel is not a gospel at all because it can't be preached everywhere. What it look like in the villages? We have a church in a village uh, uh, in Africa where uh, the average person doesn't have shoes. So I'm a preacher, Cadillac, a Mercedes-Benz, bank account and all that, where they barely have electricity every day. And that's the gospel for them. No, the gospel for them is the same gospel for me. Jesus died for my sins. And that's what I give you. I give you freedom from the penalty and the power of sin of your life. Yes, it's always present. That hasn't been dealt with yet. But the penalty of being separated from God forever, I can give to you. The love of God that he showed me, I can give to you. The living water that he's given me, I can give to you. The 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 restoring the restoring reconciliation he gave us the ministry of reconciliation I can give that to you and I can go anywhere in the world and give it away. Good, my goodness, he's been so good to me and you. Even if you don't, even if you don't believe, guess what? I know how good he is. You got common grace that you don't even appreciate. He woke you up. You breathe the same air the saints breathe. You eat the same food the saints eat. You get to dress sometimes better than the saints. You got more money than most saints. God is giving you common grace. But that one thing that you don't have because you're not saved is that salvific grace, that adoption, redemption, forgiveness of sins, treasure, and the sealed, the sealing of the Holy Spirit. You don't have that. And that experience is why I can say what I say today. Common grace, everybody. Anybody can be rich. Anybody can have things. You know, God is not con concerned with that so much. He, that is all good. And you can have that. I'm not against being rich. Trust me. You know me. I'm not against that. What I am against is putting that as an as necessarily a result of God being good to you. And you're measuring your relationship with God based upon the things that you have that are perishing. I measure my relationship with God by the things I have eternal. What I told you. Adoption, redemption, and so on. Things that are perishing are things that are perishing. You can get them away. They have their proper place. If you have a, a lot of resources, try to give it away. Some of you have 10 TVs in your house. And you can only look at one at a time. As a matter of fact, it got it so good now, you can look at multiple channels 
on one TV, so you don't even need 10 anymore. Why not give one of those smart TVs away to somebody? You have four or five cars. You can only drive. You, you're so in love with your automobiles. You worship them. But you don't even really know who made them. You know the make of the model, but you don't know the hands that actually made them. But I know the hand that made you. God made you. He made us all in his image. And in the garden, we lost his likeness. And part of losing his likeness in the garden, set Cain and Abel to kill each other, brothers, blood brothers to kill each other. And the blood brothers of humanity have been killing each other ever since. And we're doing it to this day. The Bible's true. Men's feet are swift to shed blood. But there are a group of people out here. So many that I can't even number. Brothers and sisters that want to give away the Lord, want to give away the love, want to give away peace. Want to long suffer with you. Want to persevere with you. Want to be with you no matter what you do, no matter how bad it is. They want to be with you. They want to help you. No, they're not going to agree with the mess that you do, but they want to help you out of the mess that you're in. You're not too deep for a saint of God. We're like the uh, 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 spiritual Navy SEALs. There's no place that you can't put us. If we're truly children of God, that we're not willing to go for his good, for his glory and your good. I give that to you. I want to help you. I want to help you know the God that I know. Not the, not the church thing that you've been exposed to and that you've been hurt by. I'm talking about the true and living God that you can live above your CIAs of life. Yeah, I know some of you have been hurt by church. It's called Church Hurt. I got a series on that. You can go to my YouTube page. I did a couple of years on that. And, and, and you can look in the uh, video section. And then I got encouraging words. So you can go to the playlist and see. But yeah, I understand. See, I wasn't churched. When I came into the church, I saw the hypocrisy. I saw the manipulation. I saw uh, the eagle. I saw uh, uh, things that weren't scriptural. I saw that you walk into a church and the billboard of the pastor, the wife is right over the sanctuary before you walk in. That's not God. That's their sanctuary. They're telling you if I see a billboard that's telling me something, that's a sign. And when you got you in a church, when you got uh, a big 20 by 50 sign of the chilling, eating pastor and his wife, that's their church. That's their church. Why do you have to know who they are? What? Wouldn't you determine that by the lessons that they teach? And if you've been in church all your life and you really don't know nothing, when somebody asks you about, tell me about your salvation, and you go into your church history, oh, I was baptized at 10 and I was, and my uncle is a pastor, bishop, and all that stuff, you haven't been given God. You know why? Because that is not the question that was asked to you. How to give God away to get God you gave me is your historical narrative related to a building a person other than jesus and an organization i want to know how do you know that you saved and if you can't tell me about your salvation then you might not be saved but you might be churched i want to give you freedom away i want to give you that you don't have to fear god anymore you reverence him you don't have to worry about being cursed with a curse you can love God and give from your heart and be a cheerful giver and actually give more than under the law in your time, tender, and talent. You, I want to take you to the scripture where God said there was no, he's not going to deal with generational curses anymore. The devil's done with it. He, he judges you on what you do. So no matter what your father did, and if you're predispositioned to a certain thing because your environment you did and you seem like you're reduplicating it, it's not because you're cursed. It's just that you've been educated to do that thing.
But you can break that curse because how many times have you seen it where two people grew up in the same house and one go on to do great things and the other one stay in the mess that they were in and double down on it? So what's the difference? The difference is that's the choice you made. Situation because at some point we all reach the crossroads. At some point, we all reach the TSA moment where our destiny is in front of us, and we try to take the yesterday with us. And 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 the spirit tells tells us you can't take that with you where I want to take you. He loves you enough to tell you that just as plainly as the TSA would take you as you're going through the airport today. You can't go where you want to go, and with this in your bag, and you have a choice. He don't dismiss you. He say, I could throw this away. Or you can go into your destiny. Or you can stay here with the thing that you want to hold hold on to. And think about it. If you want to stay with the thing that he's trying to give or get the TSA man is trying to get away, your destiny might not be that important. And nine times out of ten, it's something that you can buy when you get to the other side. We get where you're going. Give away freedom, love, peace, joy, love that is sacrificial, peace that surpasses all this understanding, and a joy that can't be shaken by nothing that happens on this earth. The darker it is, the better light you could shine. Give away your light. Like the song said, in the, and when you're in trouble, your light shines double. So think about that. Think about that. Think about what you're doing. Think about who you're serving. And again, you know, I, I came up for this time and uh, I just want to share what I want to give away. Please check us out. Walking Truth Radio Network. Dr. James Sutton on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, I think the Instagram is walk underscore truth. Walk underscore truth. Well, it's walk. <laughs> it's walk in underscore truth. I think it's walk underscore in truth. So walk underscore in truth. So just check us out and uh, hashtag drjcs2. That's David, Robert, James, Cat, Sam, and the number two, and that'll bring up a lot of things that we do. And also, please check out my friend T. Dre. God's gift through His Word. Awesome woman of God, also mother, podcaster, I mean, encourager. She taught me everything it is that I've done so far. And we are in the middle of doing a series called Cuffing Season. Uh, I think we're going to really launch it together uh, Thursday night. And I'm probably get a time wrong, but it's, uh, uh, I think it's uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. At 11 a.m., no, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that'll make it uh, 11 p.m. Central time and midnight East Coast time. We're going to launch it on Wisdom, uh, our series. We've been doing this for about almost six years now. Cuffing season. Man, we have a really good time with that. So tune in to her. Uh, we'll be doing it from her side, and we look forward to talking with you guys soon. And again, I want you to always think about what is it that you can give away to share with other people. This is Pat.